This is Gemara in Shabbos Daf Kuf Yud Beis Day Shir Shvias Chosr for Shleim of Rechaim of Ram Chani Ita Chayabat Vaslavan Rechaim Ben Sir Yisdav Ben Sir Rizal Shalom Zivan Rizalidol Sir Abbas Kenandel Farak of Chaim Ben Mali Aliba B'Sayr Shacharli Yisrael We pick it up from Kuf Yud Beis Amid Aleph Continuing the Halachos of Kaisher of tying on Shabbos says the Gemara four lines down Miftach Haluka the Mishnah taught us that a woman is allowed to tie if she has a shirt a blouse and has some sort of tie on it she's allowed to tie that on Shabbos says the Gemara Pshita. Of course, says the Gemara, Loitzricha, what is the Chiddush? Dashi. There are two openings to this dress. Meaning, if there's just one opening, and let's say she's like tying it on top, then of course you could tie it, because you got to take it off, so you got to open it. Says the Gemara, the Chiddush is, it has two openings. I would have thought, I would have thought, if there's two openings, you can use A or you can use B. And says Rashi, since you never know which one you're going to use, maybe we should say that there is a permanence, one of them is going to stay there for a long time, and therefore they should both be awesome because we don't know. Kamash one says the Gemara that no, it's going to be Motu, that is the Chiddush of the Mishnah. V'chuti Svachan, similarly we said a woman is allowed to tie in her hat, says the Gemara the same, Kasha Pshita. Answers the Gemara, Lutzricha, Dervucheila. Says the Gemara, the, the Chiddush is that it's loose. It's some sort of tichel, some sort of head covering of a woman that is loose. So Ma'udatima, I would have thought, Mishlev Shalfila, that maybe she just slips it off. Meaning, maybe she one time ties a knot and she leaves it in there and then she slips off this hat, snood, tichel thing, whatever she wants. Kamash Mulan says the Gemara, Disha Chasal Saira, that she is uh, nervous and careful about her hair, Umishra Sharila, and she unties it. Says Rashi, what does that mean? What does it mean she's compassionate on her hair and therefore she unties it? So Rashi explains that if not, what's going to happen is that she ties it on tight in order that it doesn't fall off. And what's going to happen is when she takes it off, we're afraid it's going to pull out some hairs. And therefore, that is the reason why she will untie it before she takes it off. And that's the reason why she's allowed to tie it. But what we're actually seeing over here is when there are women who have such a mitzvah that they do have these tied things and they keep them tied. And they keep them tied forever. That very potentially could be a problem. But we hear the Chiddush is that since she unties it because she doesn't want it to pull out her hair, therefore it's going to be mutter to tie it and untie it on Shabbos. We're to as minnow, the sandal, and the mission continue that they had these shoes again. Let's remind ourselves some sort of primitive shoe or sandal with some straps on the side, and you're allowed to tie that on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, two lines before the white lines, Itmar we learned. Hitter to as minnow, the sandal, she's allowed to untie. The straps of the shoe and of the sandal. Tani chado. One brisa learns chayiv chatos. If she does it, if she unties it, is a deraisa. Tani idach patav laser. And a second brisa taught us is a derabanan patav laser. Tani idach and a third brisa taught us mutul chatzchila. So we have three brises tying, untying shoes mutul chatzchila. Esther Daraisa and Esther Darabonan. We have all ends of the spectrum. So the Mark explains, Kasha in the middle, Kasha Sandal, Sandal, with steers and everything. It's a steers on the shoe, and it's a contradiction on the sandal. Answers the Gemara. Middle on middle, Kasha. With regard to the shoes, it's not a question. When is it Is when the shoemaker, the shoemaker ties on the strap onto the shoe, it stays there forever. That's an Esther if you tie that strap on a chaps. What's the Esther Darabonan? That's a knot of the Rabbanan. 
explains Rashi, what's this not of their Rabbanan? They, they used to keep their shoes tied for a very long time. Either they didn't want to be bothered with untying it because they're busy learning and they just slipped them off to go to bed. Or some reached and learned, no, they literally kept them on for a full week at a time and they only took them off Friday night when they went to sleep in a bed. Either way, it's kept on for a very long time. Therefore, it's an Rabbanan to tie such a knot, which we start to see that maybe it's an Rabbanan when something is kept for more than one day, but less than forever. But again, so is it the Raisa was the case with the shoemaker tied on the strap? Stay there forever. It's the Rabbanan with some the Rabbanan they used to tie their shoes and keep them tied for a very long time. What's that case? Those of B'nai Mechuza. And Rashi explains that they were very makbid and they needed their clothing to be perfect and precise. And therefore, every single night, they would untie them. Most probably, this is what more, most people's shoes are nowadays. You tie them in the morning and you untie them at night. Therefore, that would be mutter gomer. Obviously, if someone does not untie them at night and keeps them tied, that potentially could run into an issue. But that is the three levels by the shoes. Says the Gemara, three lines into the wide line, sandal, a sandal, when it comes to the sandals as well, Oikasha. By the Arab merchant, when he, the, the shoemaker, the shoemaker that he tied on the shoes and he used to do it very tight. Rashi says the sandals of the Ishmaelim, of the Arabs, of these workers, they would tie it on a knot and they would leave it there forever. They would never take it off. Either they never take it off or it's a knot onto the shoe, but either way, it's a knot that stays for a very long time. It's when people were tied themselves. And since people were tied themselves, it wouldn't be so tight. And at times, Rashi explains, at times they would take it off. Sometimes it would stay in a week. Sometimes it would stay in a month. And then that's the reason why it's in this Rabbanan. Similar to what we said before, this middle level. It's a sandal that two different people wear it. They share the shoes. Since they share the shoes, so what happens? They take it off and on all the time. And as well, they have to adjust it. We're not referring to the actual tying it on the foot right now. We're referring to the sandal that it's like an adjustment sandal, adjustment strap on the side of the sandal. So some, if when the Arab merchant, he, these were the guys, the shoemakers knew how to do it, it stayed forever. When a regular person tried to do it, it stayed for a long time, seven days, 30 days. So it's an But if you were to share your shoes, then each person has a different shoe size. You'd have to loosen it and retighten it each day. Therefore, it'd be Motul Chatzchila. But again, we're starting to see the different levels in this Isra of Kaisha are very important. When something is tied and untied, tied and untied, which is probably most people's shoes, like we said, it's Motul Chatzchila. When something is tied and stays forever, which we'll have to see if we have some sort of skis like that nowadays, then that would be an Isra Darai. So you're creating a shoe, you tie in something, it stays there forever. When something is tied, but it doesn't stay forever, it stays for seven days, stays for 30 days, stays for a sizable amount of time, then it's an Isra Darabon. Says the Gemara, five lines down, because the Rabbi Yehuda, this is like the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, the Rabbi Yehuda, Sometimes he himself will wear it. Sometimes his child would wear it. And therefore, it's going to be mutter because you're always adjusting the straps. I didn't even understand. What's the reason? So he said, because sometimes during the week I wear it, sometimes during the week the kid wears it. Like we just saw a moment ago. Then it's in Mertzal because then you're always readjusting it, and there's no permanence to that knot, and that's going to be mutter. Again, just a case that we could perhaps hold on to is like tefillin. It reminds me, you know, a tefillin strap, when you borrow someone's tefillin, you have to adjust it or readjust it, which of course you should ask them permission first, but you have to adjust it or readjust it. That was similarly, these sandals had these straps on the side, they have to adjust and readjust. So if you were sharing two different people, two different shoe sizes, they would be constantly readjusting it. 
and therefore it's going to be Mutter Lichatzchila. Says the Gemara about ten lines into the wide lines. First word on the line is Yenuka. Rav Yirmiya v'Kazal Basreidu Rav Avua. Rav Yirmiya was going after Rav Avua. Bikarmelis and a Karmelis. Again, what's special about a Karmelis? We already know this. It's the Rabbanon to carry there. If Sik Ritsua Sandalei, the the Ritsua, the strap of the sandal of Rav Yirmiya ripped. Of Rav Avua, I'm sorry, ripped. Amar Lei, so Rav Yirmiya said to Rav Avua, My Nevela, what should we do? Amar Lei. I'm so the opposite. Rav Yirmiya told Asher Ravua, what should he do? Again, Rav Yirmiya's sandal ripped. Amrlei Ravua responded, Shekol Gemilach, take a Gemilach, a reed that's, uh, you know, a bendable, a moist reed, that's sitting on the side, and it's fit for an animal to eat it. So since it's fit for an animal to eat it, this, this little reed that's bendable is not muksa. The Karachalei, and use that to tie the shoe around your foot. You, you don't want to lose the shoe, the strap ripped off, so find some item which is not muksa, tied around the shoe, and then you can walk home. Abai, that's one story. Abai, Abai, similarly, was going in front of Rav Yasef, and the strap and his shoe ripped. Amrle, my avalai, so he asked Rav Yasef, what should he do? Amrle, shavke, leave the shoe. Says the Gemara, what's going on over here? Why is this different than the case of Yirmiya, where he said to take this gemilach, take this reed and tie it on? Says the Gemara, In Rav Yirmiya's case, it wasn't a garden area. Therefore, if you left the shoe there, you're going to lose your shoe. So therefore, we were a makel and we allowed you to take this gemilach, we allowed you to take this reed and tie it onto your shoe. Whereas in the case of the Bayi, it was in a garden area, and therefore we're not makel. Now, what it has to do with guarded, not guarded, and what is the item we're being nakel on is a tremendous machlik, as we shine him here. At the simplistic understanding, it sounds like it's muksa. Sounds like it was a potential muksa shayla, because the shoe is now not usable, and we're being nakel on the muksa shayla because of a hefsid. And the reason why that's very difficult is because we don't really find such a precedent. We find maybe if our hefsid gadol also loses diamonds and things like that, but in a regular case of muksa, we don't really find that case. And therefore, we shouldn't discuss exactly what is the reason why we're being nakel over here, but again, what the Gemara says is one case, it was not a guarded area, you do not have to lose your shoe, so you're allowed to take this gemilach, this reed, and tie it around. The other one is, yes, a guarded area, therefore leave your shoe and come back after Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Vamanu, says the Gemara, what's the problem? What's the question over here? Even if it's ripped, we thought it's ripped, so it's potentially muks that has no usage the shoe. Says the Gemara, Vamanu, but it's a shoe. Very good, that one strap ripped, you can put it on the other foot. Again, this is a difficult messiah to understand that they have the inside strap and the outside strap, and for some reason, when one of them would rip, it wouldn't work on that foot, but you could use it on the other foot. Whatever that means. So the Gemara now is asking, why are you telling me that this shoe is not usable? It is usable. Wear it on your other foot. So we responded, Since Rav Yechanan answered like Rav Yehuda, So he holds like Rav Yehuda. Now, if anyone's wondering, where was Rav Yechanan, and you're looking back up, there's no Rav Yechanan, where's Rav Yehuda? You are correct, because there was no Rav Yechanan yet. And the Gemara now is going to ask, where, what Rav Yechanan? But again, let's just get the sequence of events over here. Basically, he said that why is the shoe muksa? You could switch it from right foot to left foot, and you could wear it on the other foot. And that's going to be the detail that Rav Yehuda and the Rabbanan are going to disagree upon whether we allow you to wear the shoe from one foot to the other and whether that makes it not muksa. And that's what Rav Yechanan is going to weigh in on as the Gemara says right now. Says Gemara, Mahi, what is this Rav Yechanan that Rav Yehuda that you're discussing? The Tanya we learned in a race. Sandal Shnevska Shnei Oznov. If both ear straps of the sandal ribs, or both straps, the different types of the straps on their sandal, 
or the entire soul is removed. Basically, the shoe is completely unwearable. What is the din? Tahar, the shoe is no longer tame, the shoe is tar. For obvious reason, the shoe is completely destroyed. If only one ear hole rips, I hear strap, or or one of the straps, I should need to rive a kafshalai, or if only the majority of the soul rip is worn out and is missing, but it still has something left, then tame, then it is tame. Why is it tame? Because it's still usable at some level. That is the Tanakama. Rav Yehuda Oimer says Rav Yehuda, so this is Rav Yehuda we are looking for, Nifzika Pinimis if the inside strap of the sandal ribs, Tame, it's still Tame, it's still usable. Hachit if the outside strap ribs, then Tar, then it is Tar. Ve'omar Ulan, on this statement Rav Yehuda that Rav Yehuda said that if the outside strandle rips, it is tar, you no longer use it, which obviously means that Rav Yehuda is saying that you cannot swap it to the other foot, because if you could swap it to the other foot, who cares the outside of the inside rips, you can always put it the other foot. So seemingly for the fact that Rav Yehuda said if the inside rips, it's still tar, it's a kli. If the outside rips, it's tar, it's no longer a shoe, shows us that Rav Yehuda does not hold of that tzvar that we just said a moment ago, that you potentially can swap your shoes. And Omar Ulan, we came with Rabbi Rav Chana, Omar Rav Yechran, Kimach, like is in Toma. That machleik that you just quoted us, Rav Yehuda and the Chachamim, where they argued with regard to Toma, kach machleik is in Shabbos. It's the same machleik as with regard to Shabbos. So that was Rav Yechlan, that was Rav Yehuda. Seemingly the Rav Yehuda held that if the inside strap rips, then it's Tameh, it's still considered a Kli, and likewise in Shabbos, it won't be Muksa. If the outside strip rips, then it will no longer be a Kli, and therefore it will yes be Muksa, and he's not going with this idea that you could swap it for your other foot. But now with regard to Chalitza. So the Martin now is going to segue into to figure out these different moving opponents, Toma, Shabbos, Chalitza. But again, let's just remember that we're trying to come back to figure out this opinion of Rav Yehuda with regard to if we allow you to switch it from one for the other, whether we'll give it a shame kli and therefore will not become muksa. Rav Yehuda seemingly said no, because he said the outside um, one that rips, it is tar, meaning it's no longer a kli. And Rav Yehuda is saying that the same din about Toma Vitaira applies to Shabbos. Says the Gemara of Avinaba. And we pondered on the statement of Rav Yehuda. Again, Rav Yehuda said that Toma is the same din as Shabbos, Avaloi, but not Chalitza. Says Gemara Vavinaba, Rav Yechra Libe Deman. Who's Rav Yechra going like? This last line, Rav Yechra. Elema Libe Derabanan. If he's going in the Tanakama, Melini Toma Manu. But according to the Rabbanan, what's wrong? According to the Rabbanan, it's not Tame. Meaning, it's, I'm sorry, it's Yas Tame. It doesn't lose its status of a Kli. It's a Manu. It's a Kli. Lining Shabbos Nami Manu Havi. So, of course, for Shabbos, it's called a Kli. Avaloi Lechalitza Delam Manu. So, what would this statement mean? Again, Rav Yechra said, Toma is like Shabbos, but not Chalitza. So seemingly that would mean just like Toma, it's not, it's yes, Tomei, because it's still considered a Kli. It's like Shabbos that it's not Muksa. So what would it mean on Avaloyli Chalitza? Delamanu, it's not called a Kli with regard to Allah's of Chalitza. Vatanan, the Gemara says, but we can't be, because we learned in Amishnah, if you do Chalitza with a left shoe and a right foot, the Chalitza is going to be kosher. Again, you put on the shoe and then she has to spit. So if you put the wrong shoe on, it still works. So it can't be. It can't be that with regard to Chalitza, it's not going to work to take this shoe that goes on the wrong foot because we know that's not true. For Chalitza, does work to shoe even if it's not the right foot shoe. Vahela says the Gemara, leave the Rav Yehuda. Rather, what would the Rav Yehuda mean? He meant to modify the din of Rav Yehuda. 
And therefore, what's he teaching us? That with regard to Toma, it's not considered a Kli. Leading in Shabbos, with regard to Shabbos, it's also not a Kli. When the outside strap rips, it's not usable anymore. Therefore, it's not a Kli, it's going to be Moksa. Avalela Chalitza, and what did the end of the statement say? But not with regard to Chalitza, that was with regard to Chalitza, Demanu, it's yes a Kli. Says the Gemara, what's going on over here? When do we say if you put the shoe on the wrong foot, it's a good Chalitza? That's when is only when the item has a shame of a kli, it is a shoe. Then if you put the left shoe and the right shoe, the right shoe and the left shoe, it's going to work. Avol! I'm sorry, if you put the left shoe on the right foot, then it's going to work. But in our case, it's not a kli at all, it's not a shoe, because the outside strap rips. So how would it work for chalitza? Because we're going in the opinion of Yudan, and Yudan says that if the outside one rips, tar, it's tar. So what is the statement of Rav Yechelen said? The same didn't with regard to Tumbas, didn't with regard to Shabbos, but now with regard to chalitza, we can't figure it out, it doesn't make any sense. If it's yes a kli, then it should be yes a kli for Shabbos and then it should work for Chalitza. Why is it not working for Chalitza and vice versa? Says the Gemara, Al-Mahal Manu. La'ilam answers the Gemara, two lines from the bottom of Kufi Bezam and Halif. La'ilam Alibi the Rav Yehuda. Rav Yechlan is yes, going towards this being Rav Yehuda. Ema and modify the statement of Rav Yechlan. What's Rav Yechlan say that the same thing with the Toma is the dinner with regard to Shabbos? Avuloi lini Chalitza, but Chalitza is different. Says Mar, change it. Change it to opposite. Avul yes for Chalitza. Vechein the Chalitza. So it's going to come out that the same dinner with regard to Toma, it's going to be din with regard to Shabbos, and it's going to be the same din with regard to Chalitza. Says the Gemara, Vahakamashmalon, the Chayamin Chalitza shall small be shall mean Chalitza Sakashira. When do we say put the left shoe on the right foot? It's good Chalitza. Hey, Chaldil Moslek Mana. Oh, it's only when and for itself it's considered a man, it's considered a cleave. Move along to Kavya Bezim Abase. Avil Hachab in our case, the Mosala Manu. In our case, for its own item, it's not called a man, it's not called a cleave when the outside strap rips. And therefore, with regard to Toma, it's not a Kabul Toma, it's Tahar. With regard to Shabbis, it's not a cleave, it's going to Yasbi Moksa. And with regard to Chalitza, it's not going to work for Chain the Chalitza. It won't work for Chalitza because it's not considered a cleave. So now, says the, and that is the statement of Rav Yechlin. Again, we're very tangential over here. So let's keep on reminding ourselves that Rav Yudan, Rav Yechlin commented on Amun Aleph, the Gemara commented, that's it, Rav Yechlin is saying that in accordance with Rav Yudah, must be also like Rav Yehuda. And that is eventually going to be a question because Rav Yudah seemingly holds, we do not hold of swapping shoes with regard to Tum of Etaira. And the Gemara thinks it's the same Dim. But now the Gemara asks another question. Did Rav Yechlin really say this? Did Rav Yechlin really say the same thing for Tumas by Shabbos and now for Chalitza as well? We know there are baskins like a stam Mishnah, and therefore what? To now we learned in the Mishnah. If one strap of the sandal rips and you fix it, Tommy Midras. If one sandal strap breaks, it's still usable, and then you fix it. Tame Midras is still going to be Tame, meaning if a Zav wears the shoe, it is Tame. So now what happens when it rips, and then you fix it? So the question here is did it become not a usable item? Anytime a Kli comes a not usable Kli, it loses its status of Tama. So over here, the fact that one strap ripped, it'll lose its status of Tama, says Gemara, no. So it's still going to be Tame Midras. Midras. My love says Gemara, seemingly there's no difference if the inside one rips and the outside one rips. And therefore, what? What's the reason? The reason seemingly is because 
you could you could swap one shoe for the other shoe, and therefore there'll be no difference in the right shoe, uh, the inside strap ripping and the outside strap ripping. And this is a star mishnah. And Rav Yechonin seemingly passes like a star mishnah. How's that possible? I'm an aleph. Rav Yechonin is passing like Rav Yehuda. That said, there's a very big difference in the inside outside rip. That the outside that rip will be tar. It's no longer usable. The inside rips is not tar. Seemingly not going with this idea that you could swap shoes on the sandal. But now we see in a star brisa, we see in a star mishnah and bays that the mishnah's teaches which of Yechelen goes with the Stam Mishnah that when one of the uh, strap ribs, it's going to be Tameh. Seemingly no difference in the inside and the outside. Seemingly what's the reason? Because it's called a Kli, because you could swap the feet. Says the Gemara, Lai. Penibis Tafka. When the Braises said that the inside ribs, it meant the inside ribs. Avo, what would happen if Chitzayin ripped? My Tar. It's going to be Tar. And now it's beautiful. Stam Mishnah. That's Rav Yechelen. It's going to be like Rav Yehuda. And all fits very well. Though when the outside ribs, it's going to be Tar. It's no longer going to be usable, and we don't allow the svara of switching feet. Says the Gemara, Yihachi, if that is true, the end of that Brisa said, which is really the parts in parentheses, the Marshal took it out, but now we ask on that part, that that which the Brisa concluded and said, the Stam Mishnah, the one that we just quoted a moment ago, a few lines up, what happens, one strap ripped, you fixed it. Then the second strap ripped, the Tikna, and then you fixed it. What did the, the Mishnah teaches? Tar mina midras. Now it's going to be Tar why is it going to be tar? It's going to be tar because both straps ripped, even though you fixed it in the middle. Very important. That's really important for the end of the Gemara. Again, what happened over here? I have a sandal with two straps. One, two. One strap rips. It's still a usable sandal. I fix it. The second strap rips. Says the Gemara, when the second strap rips, now the original sandal is completely destroyed. The first, stra- sand- first strap already had ripped. Now the second strap rips. Therefore, tar mina midras is no longer tamei because it's not the original clean anymore. Avil tamei mago midras, but it's going to be tamei that it touched a midras again. A zav is wearing the shoe. A zav is an avatama, and it makes the shoe because of tamas midras something that supports it and that moves something is going to also be an avatama. But once one strap rips, you fix it. The second strap rips is no longer an avatama. But now what will it be? It will be a midras. It will be a mago midras. It will be a rishon latama. Why? Because the original strap that you fixed is now touching itself. Again, you had one strap. It ripped. You fixed it. Second strap ripped. Now we say, okay, so the whole original Kli is destroyed. So the original Toma goes Bavai. It's no longer Toma Zav. It's no longer Avatoma. However, the original strap that was fixed is going to connect itself to the original Kli and therefore it will be a Risha in the Toma, something touching. Something that which was an Avatoma. Says the Gemara, so that which the Brisa concluded, this time Mishnah concluded, and said that there's a difference between then you fix it. It's the Armin Amidris, but it's the Maga Midris that you're touching a Midris, Niflik Bidi Day, it should have differentiated within itself. But Madvar when the inside strap rips. Avil Chitzainov, what you're saying is correct, and when the outside one rips, Tar, it should be Tar. So why didn't the Brisa say that case of Taira? No, the really the answer we just said is beautiful. There, Rabbi Yechelen goes to the Stam Mishnah. Rabbi Yechelen goes to the Stam Mishnah, and therefore he allows it to swap feet. And therefore, and the way that we just answered, that's Pnei Stafka. But if the outside one rips, it's going to be Tahar. And that fits with Rabbi Yehuda. What does that fit with Rabbi Yehuda? Because we do not hold of switching feet. But what are we going to do? We just had a good cash on this price that wanted to say Nifli Gminis to be today. Says the Gemara, a new case of the Brisa. The Brisa is talking about a case she the Arabas Nayim. There are four ears, four aisles, four straps, four sides. And four strap holders. Now it's not going to break the words of Rabbi Yechelen. What's the reason? Because when it says one breaks and then the other 
one breaks, they're both on the same side. Originally, we thought that one breaks and the other one breaks. Now there's no longer any more straps. Now we're saying, no, that's not true. Now we're saying there's four straps, there's two straps with four sides of the straps. So one side breaks and then the next side breaks, but they're both going to be on the same side. And therefore, it's not going to be a question anymore. And therefore, Rav Yechelen stands going with the opinion of Yudah as well as going to the Sam Mishnah that if the Panimi breaks, it's going to be Tameh still. If the Chitzaini breaks, if the outside breaks, it's no longer going to be usable. And therefore, it's going to be dark. So we do not go with the idea that you could swap shoes on the other feet. Says the Gemara Kiyasa Ravin, about 12 lines down, Kufi Bezim Bez, first word of the line is Shell. Kiyasa Ravin, I'm Rav Chanabar Abba, I'm Rav that you could the Allah like Rav Yehuda that if the Chisayna breaks it's Tar Rav Yechelen Amar ain't Allah Rav Yehuda uh oh Rav Yechelen here says Allah is like Rav Yehuda says the Gemara Miyam Rav Yechelen Hachi how could Rav Yechelen say that and this really reminds us where this whole party began in the bottom of the Nomad Aleph Vahom it's a Metariot Rav Yechelen leave it to Rav Yehuda for the fact that Rav Yechelen answered and said that the race is going to Rav Yehuda on the back bottom of Kofi Bezim and Aleph Shema Minak Rav Yehuda Svirlei so we see Rav Yehuda yes also like Rav Yehuda Rav Yechelen yes also like Rav Yehuda so I hear you just teach me a brace of Yechelen does not like Rav Yudah answer the Gemara Amarayim you know leave it to Rav Yechelen different Amarayim argued what the opinion of the Revi Rav Yechelen was Tanan awesome we learned to the Mishnah Kol Kli Bali Batim any vessel belonging to a regular store owner Shiuran Kirimayim it becomes not a vessel if there's a hole the size of a rima, and we've seen this before, that if there's a hole that, that a rima in a pomegranate can come in and out of that kli, it's called a broken kli, and it'll be tar. So, by Rav Chizka, Rav Chizkiya asks a question. Nikiv kemaitzi zayis. What's that lacha? It gets a little hole in the kli. The size of a zayis and aleph. Vesasmai, you filled in that hole. Vechazar vinikiv kemaitzi zayis. And then it gets another hole the size of a zayis and aleph. Vesasmai, you fill it up. And then it keeps again these little holes. You keep on filling them up. But now, eventually, there was enough little holes that together they add up the size of a rima and a pomegranate. Obviously, a pomegranate can't really fit through because you fill them all up. What's the so you ready taught us this thing. This should remind us what we just taught a moment ago. Sandal should If you have a sandal that one of its straps rips, and you fixed it. Tommy Midris. So what's Allah? It's still usable clean. It's gonna be Tommy Midris. It's gonna have an avatoma of the stuff that's wearing it, because it is still usable clean. But what happens? Nifsika Shniya, the second strap rips, Vitikna, and you fixed it. So what do we say? Tar Midris. It's now considered a total totally new kli, because both straps have ripped, so therefore it's tar from Tomei Midras, no longer an Ava Tomei, Ava Tomei Mago Midras, it's Tomei, because they touched something that was Tomei, so it's a Rishay in that Tomei. Vahamrinam lecha, maishna Rishayna dakaim ashniya, what's the reason, when the first strap rips, we said it's considered, it's yes, called a kli, why? Because the second strap is still there, so it's still usable kli, says the Gemar, shniya nami mitakna Rishayna, Says Mar, what's going on over here? When the second one rips, the first one's still there. A question I'm sure many of us were bothered by. Again, there's two straps. So one rips. Says the Gemara, you know why it's still usable clean? Because the other strap's still there. You still can use it. But then what happened? You fixed the first one. And now the second one rips. Says the Gemara, so still usable clean because the first one's there. Elamai, what are you going to tell me? And you answered me. No, this is a totally new entity. Which is how we were explaining it. It's a new strap. Very good. It's theoretically usable from that first step, but that first step is not the original step that was there. Panim Chadash is Baalukan, and therefore it's a totally new sandal over here, and therefore the original tumble will disappear. Hachanami, in our case of the pomegranate, Panim Chadash is Baalukan, it's a new item, meaning even though you kept on filling 
in each of these eyes, each of the olive holes. But the bottom line is, right now, there's enough holes. Theoretically, it would have been able to put a rima and a pomegranate through it. Therefore, the cleave, the utensil, is panel chalash, the new utensil, because the old utensil had holes the size of a rima and the size of a pomegranate, and therefore it will be tar kari alei. He said a name less than baronish. Rav Yechlon is not a mere mortal. What a wonderful man. They said, Din Baranish, what a wonderful person this Rav Yechlon is. Now, once we're going into accolades, we're trying to say how wonderful Rav Yechlon is. The Gemara quotes some other accolades. Rav Zira, Marava, Barzimuni, if the original ones were sons of angels, Anu Bnei Anashim, they were mere mortals. If the original ones were people, uh, sons of men, Anu Kechamayrin, then we're like animals. But like Kechamayrin, not like the donkey of Shalpichas, or Evichanina Ben Daisa, or Evichas Ben Yair, which we've seen stories of those donkeys of the Hilgit Sadiqim, that those donkeys that even they would not do an Aver of the Gemara teaches, Elikishar Chamayrin, were like a regular Chamar, and that's the reason why that, uh, and that's the levels of the accolade that if they were greater, we're once up lower. If they were like men, then we are like animals. And the just brings that in, Derech Agav, after we gave such a wonderful praise of Yechran, after we said this answer of Panu Khadashan, that the sandal, both straps are new, so it's going to be tar. Similarly, in our case of the vessel, all these little holes together would have equaled a Rima in the size of a pomegranate, and therefore it's going to be tar. Let's finish up over here. The Mishnah said that if you have flasks of wine and oil, then it's going to be tar. Says Gemara Bshita, that's Pashit, like Sricha, the Chedesh is, this like Tarti, Aini, there are two flaps on this canteen, just like we started today, you would have thought that you're only going to use one strap to open it up. I guess you can envision there's one on the top and one on the bottom. So you would think you're only going to open and close one of them. So the other one's going to stay closed forever. So maybe when you tie that other one, it should be Nisad Araisa. And since you don't know, it should be Asr. Because you all continuously open and close it. Similarly, a pot of meat. Pshita says, So you would have think that the covering, the thing that you're tied, you're just going to leave it there, and you're just going to pour out the contents from the spout. Kamash will know that is called the opening of the pot, and therefore you're allowed to tie that. Pick it up from the bottom tomorrow.